Hey, Julie. Hey, Heidi. So what are we talking about this week? <laughs> <laughs> um... You know, I was just watching a TV show. Um, I think you know we should we should we can talk about some of the uh, different um, entertainment choices, right? That we've been watching. I, I think you know since the not that I wasn't binging shows before the pandemic started, but I definitely have accelerated. Oh yeah, we've taken it to an Olympic level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like I'm I'm on multiple you know apps and watching multiple shows at different you know times. Um, but it's really funny. So I just. Um, stumbled upon Mindy Kaling's um, The Sex Lives of College Girls. Oh, okay. I have not watched that one, but I've heard of it. Yeah. I mean, it's really not that good. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's one of those kind of like, I mean, you don't even have to go to college to relate to like being in your, you know, late teens, early 20s and just trying to navigate like dating and finding yourself and figuring out what you want to do, um, you know, and it's, but it's hysterical because it's also very stereotypical. And they tried to put um, all these different uh, girls with different backgrounds together, which is kind of typical child college. You get, you get a bunch of roommates. Maybe you don't really know. Um, they all have different backgrounds, different belief systems. Um, so there's a little bit of that going on. And um, it's, I don't know. It's it's some of it's just so stupid, but it's I don't know. I guess it's also just because I don't know. It's just relatable at the same time. I'm like it's kind of refreshing. And I, what I heard and what I've read about why she did the show is because of the fact that there isn't a lot of shows with that age group of women being okay. done right now and giving women a little bit more of um, a platform and a voice to be like, yeah, we can take charge of our lives and our sex lives in particular, even while we're at college. And you know, you know, it's not we're not trying to be judgmental about it. Is the time period like is it taking place now or is it like yeah yeah no it's taking place now and it's actually taking place in a college in Vermont. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's a. I mean, it's some made up college, but they're just like, I was just watching an episode and um, one of the girls was making a joke. She's like kind of the comedian and she wants to be a comedian and she made a joke about like the Tinder in Vermont is terrible. (laughs) Like everybody's hiking. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's just like I guess it's a time. It's still fall. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just funny i was like oh that's cool um yeah so that's i mean just kind of a random show i stumbled on and, I, and then i had to do a little bit of research because i was like what is this and it's it's mindy kaling and i'm like all right cool right on you know whatever go figure it out maybe season two will be better <laughs> right now it's just amusing i might check it out i just binged uh two seasons there's two seasons of it the great on hulu no and it's with um l fanning Oh, I like her. Yeah, 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 yeah. So she's she plays Catherine the Great. Oh, right? interesting. And it's uh, like her very young, like when she first. Got, so it's a, a period piece. It's, Bored. it's a period piece. And it's like occasionally true. It's like very loosely. Story. <laughs> and it's her coming over and, uh, you know, Peter, whose father was Peter the Great. And now he's just. Peter because he's not great at all like he sucks as emperor and like when she first gets there he kind of sucks as a person altogether Mm -hmm. but it is a hysterically funny show it's like raunchy and dirty and funny and smart it's it was really good I really enjoyed it two seasons um I was all in oh interesting that's on Hulu you said it's on Hulu the great and uh, it was really good. I thought it was really well done, really well done. I, I you know, I, I, yeah, see, I would check that out. I mean, I, I, we've, I think we've talked about, or I've, I've recommended to you the other Hulu show that I love, the uh, Only Murders in the Building. 
Yes, which I've only watched. I watched the first episode and loved it, but then just never got back to it. So it's on my list. <laughs> yeah, you must. It's it's bingeable for sure. It's hysterical. Martin Short's hysterical. Um, yeah. Everybody in it is hysterical. It's um, I, I don't know what they're going to do with season two, but if it's as good as season one, like there's nothing to work out. Like they got it. Like they got it down pat. It was so good. And there's like all these little guest appearances. It's hysterical. There's just so right. much going on in the show. All right. Maybe that'll, now that it's cold weather, like I'm back, you know, I don't really like in the summer. I just don't I have too much other stuff going on. I'm outside. I'm in the garden. Yeah. The days are long. We're just outside. Then winter comes and I'm that's my time to like read and binge nest yes yeah 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 (laughs) exactly exactly yeah well the other way we were just talking about the um the morning show season two which i you said you watched season one right i watched season one so i'll I'll binge season two so good it takes you up right until you know march or so or april i guess of the (laughs) pandemic it's it's really good. Um, they really did a nice job with it. I don't know. I like all the actors in it too. So I think it's just entertaining in that respect. But um, yeah. the other show that I'm really obsessed with, and it's a little bit more in this, I think we've talked about this before too, but it's the foundation, it's the sci-fi. It's on Apple TV plus. Um, okay. It's really good. I, I mean, I'm, I liked Lord of the Rings. I liked all of that. You know, I like, I like a lot of sci-fi. I mean, my, one of my favorite movies of all time is contact. Um, uh, so, this is all about like way into the future uh, written a long, long time ago. Actually, a lot of sci-fi is based off of the guy who wrote the foundation, Isaac Asimov, I think his name is. Okay. Um, so like even like Star Wars takes things out of foundation. Like it's so, it's such a, um, uh, lots of people, I guess were inspired and the books are apparently a little hard to get through, but uh, interesting. I don't think he finished them technically. I think he died before they all finished up whatever he storylines he was doing, but um, I mean, the guy who's taken the helm of this show uh, has decided that it's like a nine, eight or nine season show. <laughs> I'm like, you didn't even get for season one out yet. And like, he, I mean, he just it just completed season one. But hopefully you know, people keep watching that will get that many seasons like that to me is a dream too. like this long, you know, interesting story. But my favorite is um, it's uh, it, it's got like everything from like these dynasty, this dynasty called Empire. And it's basically they're clones of each other and they they make them um, there's like a child, a middle, like a 30 year old and then like a 60 year old. But they're all clones of the same person and they call oh. it this dynasty and they just kept replicating it over and over and over. So when the older guy dies, then a new baby is born. But it's the same. It's the clone. <laughs> so, and that's like oh. one story. But it's all about this whole like Earth is mentioned, but it very loosely like it was like humans came from there. But you know it's not part of the story it's from a long long time ago but it's it's all about this future and the fact that like um i think this world that they're all living in today and it's like multiple planets everywhere is going to collapse and so this this um really smart math mathematician figures out that that's going to happen eventually and it's going to happen it's going to stay that way for about a thousand years um or it could be longer but apparently if, if people follow what he suggests to do they can tr- and so you follow this story of all these different people trying to figure this out um and this empire doesn't want people are following his advice that's definitely yeah yes exactly um and it's got this whole cycle it's called psycho history where he takes history and he looks at mathematical and he's sort of like i'm probably describing this so badly so don't go don't listen to me (laughs) just go look it up online and really read watch the trailers i don't know i just i think it's beautifully done but it's also really interesting and there's just like good story and there's lots of different interesting storylines to get interested in it's not just this one 
aspect of it, but it's all about the fact that this whole, um, you know, uh, life, life that they're living is going to potentially come to an end if they don't figure out a way to create a new foundation essentially for the future and, gotcha. and hold on right. to. I'm on my list of, cause you know, I have things that I binge alone. Yeah. But then I have to have a list of things that you can binge with the husband. Oh, he might like it. Yeah. Keith and I, yeah, we watch it. I watch it with a husband for sure. Like it's yeah. definitely, um, like, I don't see the sex lives of college girls. I don't, we lived it together. I don't think. Yeah. Norm is like the great, <laughs> good, good down here. You go watch that. Alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it sounds really great. Interesting. Tell me about it later over dinner sometimes <laughs> in a short way. Yeah. What else are you watching? Anything new that you started? Um, don't think there is anything new I did have something and now I forgot I was going to say something but I got so into the foundation that I you um, lost it was I lost it um yeah yeah I do need something new I I feel like I don't have um anything in the queue I was watching so I, I watch a lot of Apple TV plus shows. We watched this show oh, called. That's what I was going to say Apple oh. TV. That's what reminded me. Um, Ted Lasso. I'm like the last person on earth who's not watched that and everyone raves about it. It's so good. Yeah. So that's on my, that's my next to do. The problem is we only have the Apple TV. We only have on one TV. Like we oh. upstairs TV in our bedroom is like too old to play Apple TV, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So I can only watch it downstairs. So that's a, that's a winter thing when the fire's going. And that's definitely watchable with a husband. Like, I feel like... He's um, already watched it. So. Oh, he did? Oh, okay. But he said he would watch it with me. He loved it. I he loved it. The best thing on... He loved it. Season I, two... I don't know where I was. He watched it over the summer. I don't watch it. Uh, yeah, I kind of watched it in the beginning of the summer. And then yeah. season two came out and I finished season two while it was happening. Some of the best episodes, some of the best television I've ever watched. I mean, it was it's up there with um, a couple of episodes of season two, one called Rainbow is one of my favorite Keith and I we we both we're just like let's go watch that rainbow episode again oh, like we love it so much yeah I've heard um, it's fantastic so that's on my to-do yeah. list yeah and it's that, really good we watched a movie that's kind of unlike me but I adored it guns akimbo what <laughs> it's Harry, Harry Potter is in it um, oh oh that yes okay that yeah part. that actor it is so good it is so it is just it's, it's where what is that so, on it's so overly violent, but it's fantastic. I don't know what it's on. Mm. We watched it on streaming somehow. I don't know. We watched it out in the barn. I Norm had some guy friends over, and I went out to the barn just to like say hi, and they were all watching this movie, and I was immediately roped in. It's about, so Harry Potter, I don't really understand. I didn't see the first few minutes, but apparently there's like this online ring of like, fighting that happens but it's in real life like people actually die and people watch it live on their video cameras right and somehow harry sounds potter like 2022 <laughs> yeah it's somehow somehow harry potter's character gets in involved in this somehow and they capture him and they bolt guns to his hands oh then he has to go through this series of like challenges and events with guns bolted to his hands and it sounds gory and it is but it's also like so smart and so funny oh interesting okay it was really i was in it i was it is not my usual genre of movie and you watched that with norma by yourself i watched it with norm and a couple of his guy friends like you know the, the crew <laughs> from the brewery yeah yeah so, oh, neat. Uh, okay totally sucked me in it was really good. Guns Akimbo. Oh. Highly All recommend. Right. 
Gonna have to look it up. Have you seen on Apple TV Plus the um the movie Coda? No. <sighs> Heidi, Good. if you need to cry. Oh, I always need to cry. It's I I was sobbing. Like oh. it is so good. Keith even loved it. Like he was watching it, he was doing something, and I'm just like glued to the movie. He keeps coming in and out, and at some point he just sits down and finishes the rest of it with me. And I'm I'm like, hold me. You know, like I was so <laughs> taken aback about how emotional it made me. Like there are so many parts. So it's it's basically about a young girl who lives with uh, her deaf her deaf parents and brother. So she's the only oh, one that can hear. That, yeah. I heard yeah. This and first came out. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. And they're really, you know, she doesn't it marry um Matlin, that woman, um, actress is in it. But the actors, the father who's deaf is, is unbelievable. The brother is unbelievable. The daughter, she she has uh it's not it's not a, a secret. She can sing, but they don't know that. Oh, yeah. And so it's really about her journey about like, do I stay as a daughter to take care of my family that can't hear and can't really, I mean, they've navigated um, their life up to this point. She's, you know, like, you know, gonna, I think she's like a senior in high school at this point. So she's going to graduate and she's got a choice to make about her own future. Yeah. But yet they don't know about her, um, about what her talent is. And so one of, you know, it's like, it's, it's a beautiful story of a teacher who helps her sort of figure this out, oh. you know, um, but the guy, so the teacher, so this is my little connection. Um, so it's a great story. I, and again, All right, I, putting that it's, on. it's beautiful. That sounds right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. It was so beautiful. But the, so the teacher in the movie, he, uh, is now in a new show on Apple TV plus called Acapulco. Okay. So Mexico Acapulco. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's like a coming of age story of, um, of him, uh, he's an older, he's an older, wealthier billionaire at this point in the story. But he tells the story to his nephew about when he was starting out and he lived in a poor village in Acapulco. And, and there was this, you know, seaside resort that that's where everyone went to work, but, you know, gave up their life, their soul, because it was, you know, to help the rich and famous have a wonderful time in Mexico. Um, and, you know, and it's basically about his um, ascent to where he got to where he is today and this rich billionaire who's I don't know what he does for a living now but it's it's cute because it's you know I don't I mean I'm not Mexican but I get it you know like sort of this you know you know they, they're not allowed to speak Spanish in the resort when guests are around but they can talk to each other because many of them are you know also Mexican but it's run by this like former socialite you know and it's I don't know there's just it's cute and sweet and I like him and I liked him in the Coda movie and I was just like oh what's this and then you know it's almost over but it's another little bingeable Totally mindless, totally that Acapulco. Okay, the name of the city, right? So I it's cute. A whole list now. So many things to watch. Um, <laughs> well, and some of the stuff, like I mean, Coda, I can't watch again unless I really need to cry. Um, but it, like I said, it just got after me. the holidays. I feel like yeah. holidays are, you know. It's emotional like a, enough yeah yeah like it's just such a different time with the kids you know both kind of being gone jack wasn't home for thanksgiving they'll both mm. be for christmas that's oh, kind good. of stressful too i'm kind of in a weird place i mean obviously the kids i love having the kids home the kids are always welcome here and like that's of course but i think also after you know i had like jack when i was 20 i was young i was a baby yeah and like i've just you know been in mom mode and kid mode for 26 years and um 
I'm kind of enjoying this space. I don't, doesn't it sound like I'm a horrible, selfish mother? I'm kind of enjoying my space without them too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what, isn't that what they say? I mean, you know, right. When Jack left, you still had Max, but still right. you're missing a child, but there was still someone there to sort of take up some space that wasn't yeah, completely. Like I was still in like mom mode. Yeah. Total mom mode. Right. Now that Max is gone, it's like, it just shifts and I'm like in a different mode. Um, so I'm, I anticipate, like, I'm so excited that they're both, they're both going to be here the week after Christmas in between New Year's. So I'm oh, going nice. work and like, you know, I'm. I'm like, I'm going to have to plan a lot of stuff, like things to do to like keep us busy and excited. like, I want to play games. I want to like, I want to go see the tree at Rockefeller Center, but I want to do it at like 3 a.m. Yeah. It's like a madhouse to go any other time. But if you like hop in the car at like 2.30 in the morning and go down there, it's like empty. So yeah. like, I want And beautiful, I'm sure on a, on a beautiful night. Great time to take pictures. You can get right in front of the tree. Um, so I just want to like, plan stuff and have it be like exciting and full for that week and then get out my space yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah no I totally I totally get it I mean I think you know so let's talk about the kids because I think uh <laughs> it's a good segue <laughs> entertainment um yeah I you know it's funny so you know we 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 did Thanksgiving just the it's the four of us and we went up to um Vermont and we went out to dinner so someone else cooked, which I was happy about. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, the kids could, you could pick, you know, a different entree. It didn't have to be turkey. And we all picked whatever we wanted. And then um, I ended up buying this um, this card game um, about college and preparing for college. And it comes oh. in like this, like literally like a deck of cards. And it was basically meant to stimulate conversation about things that maybe we're not all thinking about as we get into college. Let me just say this. I'm certainly thinking about it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think any of them are thinking about it, including yeah. the husband. Yeah. But yeah. Um, if I don't have to be the one to ask the question or, you know, sometimes you just don't know how to ask it in the right way. Yeah. And so this card deck does it. Right. And so it's sort of non-threatening and it's very clear, like when it's a question for the parents or it's a question for the kids, the student, uh, or if it's just for them, totally not for us. So, and sometimes that's a little hard because you're just like, well, I have an answer for that. And you're like, mm, nope, not for me. So oh, we, I hate not being able to talk. Me too. So, um, and then I have to wait for Keith to weigh in sometimes too. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You think what I think. <laughs> And I'm like, wait, wait, don't go off the, don't go off the track here. Let's just keep it simple. Okay. Cause yeah. you know, cause if I don't agree with you, I'm going to have to fix it. <laughs> you guys have to like cheat and go through the deck beforehand. Together. <laughs> That's a great idea. Actually, yeah. I had just gotten it. So I just, I opened it up that night and we were, or when we were having dinner. Um, but it was good because it did like, we got through the whole prepare. It's like, it goes in, it's like relationships and religion and, or, you know, spirituality and it's, you know, finances, it's a whole bunch of sections. Oh, and the first one was just about preparing and kind of like, they recognize like, okay, you're not there yet, but you're about to be, you know, going into college. And so what are you thinking about now? Have you thought about why are you even going? Right. And, you know, and kind of, so it's, it, it was a really good dinner conversation that I was in. I was just like, oh, I had no, you know, like, I didn't know what was going to happen, but, um, but then it got into this whole thing about um, future Thanksgivings and holidays. And like, you know, my biggest fear is they don't want to come home because <laughs> I didn't want to go home. So I'm like, yeah. oh no, it's going to happen to me. Um, 
but uh, but no, it was interesting. We ended up having like, and it 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 started at dinner and it sort of spanned over the next couple of days about like Thanksgiving, even Christmas doesn't have to be this stay at home, you know, open presents and I don't know, or go around to a bunch of family. I mean, like like we've decided that at least if the four of us have made an effort to see each other, even if it's only for a couple of days during these time periods where we're likely to be off and available to do so, um, that it is not about having. A Thanksgiving meal. It's about being together and doing something. So we were like, okay, if next year you you want me to cook, I will. But I, you know, you tell me, you know, um, or we'll go out, or maybe we'll go fly somewhere, and we'll right. just spend it. I don't know. I keep making up like, oh, we'll yep. spend it in Hawaii. I don't know what we will or not. But I'm just you know like trying not to be this so traditionalist, you know, in a way that what the most important I think message is is just like let's just be together rather right. than just being like you have to come home. Um, yeah. And I don't know. So like, cause it got me a little nervous because they were, they were sort of being like, I hate this whole Thanksgiving and food obsession thingy that everybody does. And they were, sort of, they were like rejecting the whole concept. And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, they're not coming home. I'm never going to see these kids again after next year. <laughs> just going to be like, here are my grades, mom, keep paying the bill for college. But yeah. we ended up in a good place, which I was happy about. But, you know, but you're there, right? So to your point, like you, you've already experienced one is gone and couldn't make it. And the other one can came home. Max, How is like, that? Yeah. So, you know, Max came home for Thanksgiving, but he, so first of all, he was leaving early because where he is in Vermont is like snow country. And so they were expecting, <clears throat> um, yeah. you know, feet of snow. Yeah, we got some. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So he was going to leave Thursday morning. So we did Thanksgiving, the meal on Monday. And honestly, no one cares. Like I made a lovely, I just made turkey and the homemade German noodles and carrots and biscuit. Like it was a simple meal, not a ton of stuff, just, you know, yeah. um, and a pie. And my mom came over and Max came upstairs. Norm had to work. So we were already going to eat at like 730. And then uh, Norman. So I don't know what it is, but like when we have like a hard plan, that is always the time that he, like something comes up for him. Mm -hmm. So he had, I'm like, you know, it's not easy to get like a bigger meal on the table, all hot, nice. I had candles lit, like the whole thing ready to go. And he should be walking in the door around 720. So like 730, I'm like red that everything is going to be hot and ready and on the table 730. Yeah. So like 7.25, and we all have, we're all on each other's uh, 360 app. So like we can see where everyone is. So at like 7.25, I'm like, oh, let me just check to see how close he is. Cause like a showtime, ready? Yeah, to yeah. And I check and he's in Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> I'm like, what? That's not on the car home. That's, he's not coming home yeah. <laughs> anytime soon. So I text him and I'm like, uh everything's hot like can you come home now like what are you doing and he's like oh yeah I'll be home in a little while and I was like no like this is our Thanksgiving like I I need you to come home now yeah and he did he like hopped in the car but I was already like sour mm -hmm. because what had happened was we have the soda stream thing where we make our own salsa yeah and we always have backup canisters right we have so we always have one in the thing and two in the cabinet right to go we, re, you know, we went through one. So he had an empty canister. We still had one in the machine and one backup. So this was not 
urgent emergency right lesion and the open canister had already been in his truck for like two weeks and he had <laughs> for some reason this was the night right that he right. remembers like, right he it does not register with him that like i am upset he doesn't get it he, he like he walked in the door and was like i remembered to do the canister right like, i want credit for that yeah, you sure did. You, of course you did tonight. <laughs> of course you did. So like that kind of put me in a little bit of a sour mood. But I tried to rally because, you know, it is weird. Like it was, it was a nice dinner. And like you, I, I'm having to like really focus on enjoying the moment because my natural tendency is to be like, well, Jack's not here and Norman was late. Right. And like holidays suck now. Like the kids are older. Right. And, you know, I put all this work into this meal and no one really cares. I could have ordered Chinese food. They would have been just as happy. Right. And like, it's very easy to fall into like a really bitter place. And yeah. I don't like, I don't want to do that. But it like it's I'm finding it hard. I'm finding it hard. Like Christmas break is definitely making me a little nervous. All the, the kids will be here. Jack, his fiance and Max. So we'll have all three. So there'll be like more of a crowd. Um, but I am just feeling very fragile. And I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or like all the stuff we've all been through or trauma. But I'm just feeling like I have this idea in my head of how things should go. And they're is not a lot of room for me rolling with the punches yeah. and anything changing. But of course things do, but my mood kind of dictates the mood of everyone. Yeah. And yep. so I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm prepping. I am prepping for the next holiday that I really need to stay in a headspace of like, this is going to be great. And like not get sour when, Right. Go with the flow and just, yeah. right, let it happen. I mean, maybe invite them in to be like, hey, guys, what kinds of things do you want to do, you know, so that we can, you know, like, here's a couple of ideas that I had. Hey, what do you guys think? So it feels owned by them as well. And it's not just mom making it all, you know, yeah, the dream. That they'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. There's definitely some of that. I, I feel that I, I have felt that way for a year. I mean, Keith, every year he's always like, you're overdoing it with, you know, Christmas and the gifts and this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm trying to you to create well i just i just read it on facebook actually it's like the magic of christmas is actually how much your mother care like you know loves you you know it's like right. she wants it to be so special and i think it's because we as mothers and if you know whatever kind of childhood we had if you had an opportunity to have any sort of semblance of christmas and had good memories or thanksgiving or whatever it was right any holiday frankly your birthday could be the same right you know, how many people i know who care less about their birthday because probably they didn't grow up with the best experiences yeah. around their birthday so they sort of just like eh. but maybe it's christmas for you right and so to me i do remember for a while that i had really good christmases when i was young so it was always important to be like fill the tree up with presents even if it was just socks you know <laughs> you know just just the idea of like you had a lot to open that morning and like you know and the house is decorated and it's warm and lovable but like you just I, those are the impressions and memories you carry with you. Even if, if, even if your parents fought that day and the food was shitty that you ate or whatever, you know, it just, maybe you didn't get what you actually wanted, but there's still this lingering memories of, of what you fashion as your, you know, holiday time with your family, you know? And so to me, 
I, I did it today. I mean, we decorated all day today. And I mean, the kids helped me a little bit. You know, I think they yeah. took some bins down and came out. And I was always like, I wonder what it would be like if I had two twin girls. <laughs> I think they'd be all over this, you know, maybe. But I love it so much. I put the music on and, you know, Keith's helping me and, you know, he's disappearing yeah. and he's hanging stuff up. But the end product, we're all like, oh, yeah, this is nice. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And right. I'm like, that's the whole point of like, why, you know, and so I, I put in the calendar, like decorating the tree and I'm like, you know, like I try to get them into it every year and, and come up with something, but I'm like, I'll probably do most of the work, uh, but I don't care. At the end of the day, I just kind of want it to your point. Like, I just want it to be together and special to some degree, even if they take a kernel of it with them as yeah. they get older. But I, I do worry about this. I mean, I was emotional the last couple of days because I was worried about a year from now. Same thing of like, what are we going to do? How are we going to fill our time? That's why I was like, I'll do anything, you know, like just come home. Yeah. Yeah, We'll go anywhere. I mean, as long as we can physically and mentally and financially, like let's figure it out. I'll be open to it. Like we're, we're not going to spend Christmas in our home. We're going to go to Vermont. We decided we're going to go up Christmas Eve. What a great place. Yeah. Yeah. And I've never done that. So like we usually go after, but I was like, you know, there's no tree there. It's not decorated. So that's going to be a little strange for me, but I'm like, I don't care. It's not, we don't, we, we, well, that whole house just screams Christmas anyway. You don't need a tree, like a fire. Yes. So beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we, you know, we just like the kids want to go skiing, which, you know, we're great. Go. And I'll be alone, but um, I'll do something for myself. Don't worry. I'm cross country skiing. Yeah. As you know, I'm, I'm still working on the Olympics. It's this one I'm going to have to let pass, but um, <laughs> I haven't gotten any better. Um, but yeah, so like, we're just going to try to do something a little different and keep them busy with that activity as much as possible. But yeah, I do. I definitely worry yeah. about the future stuff. And I think it's hard for me too, because to your point, I don't really have any holiday memories. Like growing up, we didn't celebrate holidays. We didn't mm. celebrate birthdays. We celebrated nothing. Right. And so it was really important for me that my kids kind of have tradition and things we did every year and have all of those memories, right? So holidays were always kind of a big thing and there were things we always did. And now that the kids are older, you know, not all of those things are so important to them. And I think they will come back around. Yes, I think know? so like, too. Particularly Jack, like I feel like he is tapped into tradition and what was important and so I think it I think in another few years maybe if they have kids and as their families expands you know we'll be in a different place but right now it's them sort of breaking away and these things not being so important to them right now which I think is typical of kids you know 18 25 you know yeah they kind of this is not the time in their life where they're so drawn to these traditions but it's so hard for me to let go because i i made such a point of making sure that they had them in their life yes and same. Now, when they say like eh, what do you, you know like what do you want for thanksgiving eh, i don't know you can make a turkey or we could order chinese i'm like part it's like a dagger yeah yeah no totally i mean i literally we came home from vermont and i made turkey yeah. <laughs> i just was like i didn't eat any on the day we you know we we could have but i decided not to and the kid ch- chose what i think one of them chose turkey actually but um i made all the trimmings i, I had pie i was just like i just i need it for me you know because yeah. that's what i'm used to so we, you know and keith was happy he was like i'll eat it i don't care you know right that's i was like i'm making a freaking turkey like i want the house to smell like turkey i want to make the pie I, like I, I made turkey corn chowder after yeah I need that. Like those traditions are really important to me. I never had them. These, it's like, um, these are my traditions now too. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and I do, but I do think that that's like, I think you're right. Like I, so I, I don't know if you heard of this um, it's a, a group on Facebook. It's a website too, grown and flown. No. So it's um, grown and flown. Uh, it's, I think it's a pretty popular um, Facebook group that I, I don't know. I stumbled upon like maybe a year or two ago. And because I think it was somebody else who was having kids go, you know, finishing high school and going to college and had liked an article. And I was like, what's this? And I started reading and it was like, you know, you have a junior in high school. What if they get prepared for, you know, when they leave the nest? And I was like, already? <laughs> um, but now I'm just like voraciously reading all these articles and it's all, all the topics, you know, that we're talking about. And it's written by a variety of different people and they all contribute to it, and then they push them out through the group and on the page and whatever. But I, I, you know, sometimes I get something out of it. Sometimes it's just, you know, you're commiserating. Sometimes I'm like, man, it doesn't even make sense, you know, but um, it's interesting. Like it, it's definitely helped me just um, feel not completely like geez, I'm not the only one thinking this stuff or worried about these things. You know, there are other, and the comments are like always like hundreds of comments. Like <laughs> there's a lot of women out there feeling the same way. I doubt there's any guys on there, but um, no, there's probably, but it's, it, you know, it's just, it's that it's, it's exactly this time period of the 18 to 25, roughly maybe time frame where the kids are finding themselves, establishing their identity, going out, when they come home, when they don't come home, what, what conversations to have, whatnot. Um, and then, right. And then when they go and maybe come back with a significant other or they're starting a family, it's like, oh, hey, I want that tradition again. I want right. that. Yeah. I want I to go home. Be, right. It will be important to them when they get older. Yeah. It's just, this it's is rough. A, it's rough right now. It's just rough right now. So. Yeah. Ma. I'm in a countdown mode. I just, I can't, I'm like, oh my, I'm like, everything is the last, the last, <laughs> like the last, this one, the last, that one. I'm like, yeah. I, I told him today, I was like, this is the last time I'm decorating this house. You know, I mean, not only because we'll probably move, but you know, <laughs> just, you know, I'm like, I'm not going to do it to this degree anymore. You know, like well, we, I did decorate the house. I mean, the morning he left, you. If you were not met leaving till we decorate this tree. He didn't decorate the tree. We did set up the tree. That was about right. It. Right. Okay. I'm the next day I like the house is decorated. Love like, it. All the things are up. It's decorated. So I'm enjoying it. I'm Good. That, yeah. And I think that's what matters. I think I, I try to find that balance of it's still important to me, even if to the, you know to your point, like they're just like that as interested in it or they don't see the point of it right now. They're interested in other things. But to me, it's home. It's what I, yeah. right to your point, want to pass along to them as, hey, you know, when you have your own place and maybe you will decorate it. And, you know, some of these ornaments from when you grew up, you'll have um, and you'll want to put on your tree or whatever you decide to do. Maybe yeah. you won't do any of that for a long time. I don't really know. But I hope you do. And I hope you remember what it felt like because I, I do think it's – I do Maybe think will. magical. I, yeah, I think that the, it does impress on them this feeling of home and like cozy and welcoming. And, right, love. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah. So I think we're doing it for all the right reasons, but it does hurt a little in these <laughs> years when they are so trying to establish themselves as independent. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, it's a little bit of a hit. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of a hit. I knew it. <laughs> go watch that Coda movie again yeah. oh, go cry uh, I'm like I'm not crying because I'm going on in my life it's the movie yeah. um well and it, it, you know so we're we're embarking you know my kids will be 18 um in literally three weeks so we're you know we're embarking on this different phase where you know everything has to be 
permissioned and you know yeah. so we we are going to do the whole paperwork for hipaa and power of attorney and um their healthcare proxy stuff and uh at, that's you know like they're just kind of like what <laughs> they don't they don't even i mean you know the school had to sit down with them and go through the educational stuff exactly um but it's been a it's a process i think all along yeah. well it's still i mean we're all still right so i had this thing i bought a bike right because uh-huh my, you know, I just wanted an activity that was like that I could consistently do. And so I bought a bike and I go around a, a local lake here that's three miles around and I keep track of my miles. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I came, I came up with this whole thing because I, you know, for the last two years, I've been working from home and really, you know, we just don't see people the way that we used to. And when we're out, we're typically masked. And so we're not making eye contact and we're not smiling and, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that, um, I think that that takes a toll on your mental health, not having that feedback from other people, not seeing people in that way. Like, I just think, so when I'm on my bike at the lake, you know, no one there is wearing a mask. And so, you know, which is like, everyone's outside, you know, so you do, you find yourself like, oh, you make eye contact with someone and then you smile and they smile back. And it seems to really fulfill a need that I have for this like contact from people. And so, you know, I started talking about it at work and we were having a meeting about overall wellness. And I brought up this subject and it spurred this whole conversation about yes, how like important that feedback is and those that facial recognition. And, you know, it just kind of grew into this whole thing that we were talking about, about mental health. But (laughs) then I noticed the other day I was at the park and what this is manifested for me is now I'm on my like beautiful teal bike with fenders and my basket and I am now the crazy person who is aggressively making eye contact with people and then look at me wildly smiling at them. <laughs> oh my gosh they're probably like oh lady needs to get yeah. out more yes and I'm like oh I gotta let me tone this back I'm like I don't know how to act in public anymore I've just <laughs> I like I find myself like staring people down until they like look at me fine right right oh yeah so that's funny you're like notice me notice me (laughs) like i was so focused on how good the smile was for your mental health that i like took it to a level that it does not need to be at so i'm i'm letting organic eye contact happen again right right don't force it don't force it (laughs) um uh that's funny i i i've read somewhere about like people not smiling when they're driving yeah and they're like just try smiling and and then it's kind of like i start doing it and I, i've done it a lot more now ever since i i don't know where i read this thing but it was like try smiling when you're driving and it's like not just because you're like on the phone or what just when you're just by yourself and you're just like mm, you know right. <laughs> and it's funny because you look around and you realize not everyone's mis- like looks miserable driving in the car if they're not listening to music or talking to anyone on their phone and they're just driving and it's like kind of funny when someone catches looks over at you and you're like yeah. <laughs> like oh there's a crazy girl over there but I kind of I it makes me chuckle and smile even more like who else can I surprise with the fact that I'm smiling in my right. car I don't know it's kind of funny <laughs> oh yeah uh, yeah. yeah it's I you know what I, I it's funny I'm going to the podiatrist tomorrow okay yeah for my plantar fasciitis for my one plus year of dealing with this. And um, 
I don't know. We'll see what he says. We'll probably have to, we'll talk about it in the next episode for sure. But um, I, I just, I don't know if I, I, I think I told you, like I had the booster shot and it got better for a couple of days. Yes. So my did. immune. Yeah. So I'm going to tell him yeah. that like, Hey, you know, either I can get, just give me more of that. <laughs> that could go away, which is, that doesn't make any sense, but um, I don't know. Like, so I'm talking about anxiety. Like I'm trying to figure out what's he going to recommend. Cause I, I know you have to follow like a protocol, right. To get to surgery. And so there's basically, I have one more steroid shot in me for the year. And so maybe that's what he'll do. But for me, and that's supposed to give you an, on average, like a three month um, yeah. benefit. Never. It's only been a couple of weeks for me. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, you know, and I'm, I'm definitely falling into that category of like just a small percentage of people who definitely none of that stuff works. I've done physical therapy. I've done, you know, um, all types of home therapy stuff, stretching, it doesn't matter. Nothing I do, except the, the booster shot, nothing I do works to get rid of. And I'm, you know, I'm just, I like, I'm sure when I get up from our, our podcast, uh, that first step is going to be really painful. painful. And I have, I have shoes on with orthotics and I have a heel cushioner to, to help with the shock of the, you know, to absorb yeah. a little bit of that first shock. doesn't matter. It hurts so much. And it just oh. feels so immobile. It just sucks. But I'm hoping he tells me, that I am eligible for surgery, but then it becomes because it's out now in the holidays. It's just going to be a scheduling nightmare of like, yeah, we're going away in a couple of weeks, and then the hot, you know, and then Christmas was right after that, and then so maybe January. But I'm like, I can't, I can't wait any longer. But I'm like, I don't want to be recovering and be in California on our little trip. It's a very short trip, but we're going to be in California, and I just feel really like I don't want the kids to like it's their birthday. Like I'm trying to. It's not about me, you know, and I just want to suck it up. So I think I'm just going to have to suck it up. But yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, that stinks. Because I, I too, yeah, you'd want to get it over with. I, I hate getting old. <laughs> I yeah, I had that at one point. Um, it was a few years ago, but the shots did work. And it did <sighs> give me a few months of relief at a time. And then it was, it's all about keeping my hamstrings. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so doing those, you know, like the band over the foot and you lay on your back and you pick up your leg. Yeah. That works for me. Like that yeah. keeps happening again, knock on wood. Um, yeah. I was getting so relief. So I was able to go from my second shot where I had, I didn't do anything for a couple of weeks, like he said. And then I started doing yoga regularly and it kept it at bay. It wasn't the worst. And yeah. then I was, I, I started ratcheting up my, cause he said I could like I ratchet up my exercise. I was jogging, like fast walking, doing a light jog, very light. Cause I couldn't do it very long. And I, and I was doing a bunch of other stuff. Nothing. I probably the walking stuff was probably the, the like speed walking a little bit on the treadmill kind of stuff. Just cause I'm like, I need to lose weight. I need to work out. Um, and that just aggravated it. Mm-hmm. And now it's got to the point where I, I can stretch all I want. I can do all the yoga I want. I get maybe five minutes of relief. Like it just doesn't, doesn't it doesn't go away. Yeah. The only, actually the only thing I do at night that works is I have this, actually anytime I wear it, I have this little mini um, compression sock that I wear. Okay. And for some reason that, that is probably the most relief I, I ever get when I'm really okay. in pain. I put that on, I wear it all day or I wear it to bed at night and I wake up and I'm like, oh, okay, it's better. It's better. But then you go about your day and it gets worse. <laughs> so. Oh, I know. And it's, oh, it's such a debilitating, like anything in your feet, your knees, like where you, it really keeps, you know, it keeps you from being mobile in the way that you want. Yeah. It, it, that's awful. Yeah. 
yeah, so hopefully they'll be able to come up with a solution that will get you uh, up and running. But yeah, it's going to be a scheduling nightmare. And then I don't even want to say out loud, but it might get even harder to schedule these elective type surgeries, yep. depending on what the future holds. Yep. Um, no, so I had it. I had an in before any of that comes into play if it's going to. Yeah, I mean, I had an elective surgery January of last year. No, January of this year. Duh. Um, pandemic, right? And I was so amazed that I was even able to do it. And I had to go to the hospital for it. And so it was the loneliest place um, in the world. Yeah. And yeah. granted, I was it was just a day surgery, but I my she was backed up, so I was just laying in this hospital bed by myself for for several hours while I was waiting for her. And I was like, fix that other person's issue. <laughs> you know, hurry up. Uh, but I was like, no, no, don't hurry up. Don't fuck it up. Um, Cause don't do that to me. Um, yeah. But I was like, I'm going to get her when she's tired. This is not good. And so I'm like watching the news and I'm, you know, that's depressing at that time. Yeah. It was like, we were not good. So I just, I would talk to the nurses and they, you know, from a distance, they all had masks, we all had masks on, but like, you're so vulnerable by yourself. And I can't imagine, I mean, thankfully, it was for an elective surgery, not for COVID, but I can't, I can't even imagine. I just, I know people haven't been in the hospital alone. is like the worst for anything. Yeah. For anything, yeah. For any I mean, you're just not at your best for any reason being in the hospital. No, no. And then you're like, I'm sitting there naked. And I'm just like with a stupid blanket. I'm just like even more vulnerable. I'm like, yeah. I can't even run if something happens. <laughs> my ass will be on there. I can't even run because my foot, you know, right. Yeah. Right. Just like, it's not a good scenario. Oh my god, getting old sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know it really. Uh, you know, it makes you really think about. That's why I got the bike. Like, I'm like movement is so important. Balance so important. is so important. You know, like just those little things. And I, I think it really is just consistency. Like, yeah. just doing whatever you're doing, just being very consistent with it seems to be. Yeah um helpful yeah i have one of those like balance pads in my office and i use it quite a bit because of my foot it was one of the physical therapy things that they had recommended and she had given me a couple of different positions which i wouldn't i was just gonna stand on it yeah. <laughs> she was like no put one foot in front of the other and boy is that really hard when like i'm in so much pain and like i it, it just stretches all these little muscles okay that i didn't even know about board, like, yeah one in, yeah yeah you just put one right in front of the other Okay. Um, it's like a rectangle, or actually, it's more of a square. The the thing, it's a thick cushion. I got it for when I was working out and doing other things with it, but now I, I stand on it all the time. But um, it's really good, and and it's so that, and I, and then I lift my legs up, and I, you know, I do one leg at a time, and I try to work on my balance. Um, and it has gotten better, and I, I try to do it at least once a day for a little while, and um, it helps with the foot a little bit, but it's more of just like, yeah, at least I'm actively engaging, yeah, the body. Yeah, I think it's just keeping those muscles. You know, forward, you know, movement, just movement. Yeah. To, you know, people who get older that move just seem to have so much better time of it. So, yeah. 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 Okay. So, well, I feel like we've covered a lot of ground. We've talked a lot, a lot of different things. We did. We did. <laughs> so, why don't we leave it here and um, we can, uh, you know, talk I'll next talk week. Talk to you next week. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Heidi. Bye, Julie.